Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. I had an interesting little situation. Well, it's been ongoing for a, a week or two, where every time I would uh, go to Netflix, I'd get this uh, sign uh, or this uh, warning up on my screen before it would take me to Netflix, where it would say, as of March uh, 6, Netflix would no longer be available on my particular receiver. Okay. So at first, it was happening in the basement. We have four receivers throughout the house. And I thought, oh, maybe it's got something to do with the new Netflix billing process. Mm -hmm. But then I went to uh, every other receiver in the house, and the same thing was coming up. And then I realized it wasn't a Netflix thing, but rather a Bell. Oh. Because right at the very bottom it said, you know, go to bell.ca slash whatever it was. And so finally yesterday, because you know any time you get wrapped up in calling any of your services, you know, all right, here's an hour or two I'm never getting back. Did you try the treat, the cheat code we had yesterday? No, I did not, but here's why. Here's why. Okay. Zero pounds, zero pounds, zero pounds. Yeah, right? yeah. Supposedly that'll get you right to a human being. Uh-huh. Instead of sitting there listening to an automated voice. Anyhow... I um, I went to the uh, I went to the uh, online the thing I was supposed to do. Yeah, read about the fact that it's uh, Netflix for some reason has decided maybe it's a, a it's obviously a tech thing. There are some receivers, and I don't know if this is with Rogers or just Bell or what, but there are some receivers that they're no longer going to be transmitting their signal through. Gotcha. So uh, there was a number. The call at Bell, and uh, I called it, and it rang twice, and a woman picked up. Wow. Wasn't even like I had to, you know, punch one, punch two. Right. Punch Select your language. Yeah, language, yeah. yeah. And um, so anyhow, uh, explained to her my situation. We have a long conversation. She says, well, let me see, what, you know, what we can do. And then, of course, I'm on hold. The whole thing took... Surprisingly, only about 25 minutes. Normally, right. you know, this thing... Feels can... like forever. Though. Yeah, yeah. When you're on hold, it feels like it's hours. So and well, because the music sucks. Yeah, that's why I didn't even get the music. Wow. Well, she was working from home, and it sounded like she lived in a zoo. <laughs> I said, are, you th are those your puppies in the background? She goes, no, it's my neighbors. It's so annoying. Oh, is it my neighbor? <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> Maybe it's Coop you're here. Probably. Well, then there was birds, and I don't know what else was going on. Oh, wow. Uh, anyhow. So, long story short, I'm getting all new upgraded receivers. I'm getting upgraded Wi-Fi, and I have to take a house uh, a house line, a phone again. Okay. I won't even plug it. I don't even. Have, I said to her, I don't even have a home phone yeah. anymore. Like, but you I don't, get it cheaper. Yeah. Get, so I get all these upgrades for less than I was paying yeah. last month. It is amazing. And every now and then, you kind of need to call. Yeah. <laughs> and just sometimes you just I just call and ask, am I on the best plan I could be on right now? Mm -hmm. And they'll find some promotion or deal that they've got going on. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I've had to do that as well to take take the home phone line. I think we still have one. I can't even remember. Yeah, I know I've got a new number. I'll never use it. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> one more to remember. And the only thing I and I was a little concerned because I've had these promo packages before. But they only last, like, sometimes two years or a year. Right. She said, no, this is unlimited. There's even, like, a $150 hookup fee they're going to waive. Okay. Some guy's got to come in March 4th and install everything. Yep. And so now there's a mad panic on at our house because the lovely Maria has, like, 30 episodes, 31 <sighs> episodes of Grey's Anatomy she's got to get through in a week because they're coming March 4th. 
Yeah, but you can still find those on demand somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure we can, but we don't like to try to struggle to get to TV. <laughs> I, I'm sure they're on, like, the CTV app or yeah, something like exactly. that. The only problem with those apps is you cannot fast-forward or rewind, and you get stuck where the commercial spots are. Yeah. You get promos for Rescue 911 yeah. or you can Rescue fast forward through, through the promos, but you no, can't, can't. fast-forward through commercials. I can't. Oh, no? really? No, I've tried. You oh, can't, I can't. No. Oh, really? That Maybe Rogers allows maybe that. Maybe it's a little different. Yeah. So you get stuck sitting through everything. You can pause... But you cannot uh, fast-forward through stuff. Mm -hmm. Actually, the uh, CTV app for their throwback stuff, because I'm still I'm into season eight of Different Strokes. Jeez. Um, <laughs> it's terrible. What, the app or the Different app. Strokes oh, season no. eight? Different, different Strokes uh, <laughs> season seven and eight is absolutely the worst television ever. <laughs> like Dana Plato is gone. Uh, the uh, Willis is barely in it. Wow. Uh, because supposedly, and then I get all I get all uh, wrapped up in doing my different strokes research uh, <laughs> while I'm watching it. Uh, <laughs> Love that you're researching things from like 30 years ago. More 1980s. Oh my goodness! Yeah, um, the uh, Dana Plato was gone not because of her drug addiction, but she was knocked up at the time. Okay, and producers of the show because she was such a daddy's girl in the right, show, they couldn't yeah. figure out well how are we going to include this, so they shipped her off to Europe to go to school. Gotcha. Um, Supposedly on the set, Arnold was such a nightmare to deal with by this point that nobody wanted to be around him. Like Gary so, Coleman? Yeah. So oh. there's a woman who marries Mr. Drummond in season seven. She only lasted season seven. They replace her in season eight. So another woman comes in to play the wife of the role because she couldn't stand to be around Gary Coleman. <laughs> Willis and him can't stand to be around one another. That's why he's barely in any episodes. The whole show revolves, and it, and it really turns into... Kind of a sitcom for little children. Like there's, mm. it's it's uh, it's Arnold who you can tell has aged, but he's still trying to be like twelve. Yeah. And there's all sorts of episodes about drug addiction and alcohol oh. and. Oh yeah! Oh, it's horrible television. But you'll but still watch it. I, it's my OCD. I can't. I can't <laughs> let it go. I have to hang in till the bitter, bitter end. If you're a fan of it, I remember reading that book, the Stephen King book. I never did see the uh, the movie that was uh, based on it that was filmed here, right? It? Yeah. Out in the uh, Bowmanville. They did uh, Port Hope by one and Coburg another. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there houses in Oshawa at one point. Too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, they're going to do a prequel series for it on HBO Max called Welcome to Dairy. And uh, Stephen King gave the series his blessing. He says, I'm excited that the story of Dairy, Maine. With its uh, Dairy Maine's most haunted city is continuing. And he says, red balloons all around. I, mean, I remember the, uh, the clown in that, even in the book. It was a, it was a good one. It was, uh, it was scary. Uh, if you like, uh, if you're a fan of Wayne's World, well, there could be a Wayne's World 3. Fans are starting to speculate that another Wayne's World sequel could be on the way after seeing a recent post from Dana Carvey. Where he and Mike Myers are dressed up as Wayne and Garth, and Garth is painting a portrait of Wayne, and the caption says, I like to paint. It's Garth painting Wayne. So back in 2001, they did a, uh, they did get into costume for the Super Bowl ad for Uber Eats. Uh, so this might just be a throwback photo or maybe another commercial, but some are hoping it's a movie. We shall see. There's a Grinch sequel in the works that uh, Dr. Seuss has nothing to do with. Oh. Yeah. Now, we've already had a few remakes of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but this is going to be a uh, a sequel, and it's a book right now, not a movie or a TV series yet. It's called How the Grinch Lost Christmas, 
and it's due out September 5th. Can you do that without Dr. Seuss involved? I guess whoever owns Dr. Seuss, Seuss's rights now yeah, would true. be able to sign off on that stuff. The uh, plot picks up a year after the events of the original. The Grinch is still a good guy, but he struggles to remember the true meaning of the holidays as he attempts to decorate the most elaborate tree and win Whoville's Christmas Crown. It'll definitely become a movie. Oh, yeah. At least one movie, probably a, a couple of them, animated and live action. It'll be uh, the, movie, the book's out in September. The movie will be ready for Christmas. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, today on Amazon, oh, this looks amazing. The series premiere of The Consultant, a dark comedy uh, about a, mis- uh, it's a, a dude, a mysterious consultant who seizes control of a mobile gaming studio after the CEO kills himself. The mysterious consultant is Christoph Waltz. Oh, wow. Who is one of the all-time best evil dudes in Django and in Glorious Bastards. Right, yeah. Hans Landa. Bond as well, too. Well, he was he good in Bond? Yeah, he's fantastic. Oh, that, the, the scenes in... You know what was so great about Inglorious Bastards is he was such a horrible, despicable Nazi. But you almost relished watching him relish. Right. He loved his job. But there was all aspects of his life. Like, there was at one point where he was eating something, and he was having, like, a glass of milk with it. And he was so into it. You know, again, one of those heroes that's so despicable, but you can't help but somehow like. He's He's got that kind of, uh, not only the accent, but just the, the tone, the affectation on his voice, whatever it is, the delivery. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of like either a Christopher Walken mm-hmm. or a John Malkovich. Yeah. Who just uh, played very good bad guys. Oh, yeah. They're brilliant at it. Um, Mark Wahlberg. He uh, he loves himself some Jesus. He's uh, He really has uh, become a very proud Catholic. And he says focusing on his faith has helped him to become a better version of himself. He appeared on the Today Show, uh, Ash Wednesday, with an ashen cross on his forehead. He says, I don't want to jam it down anybody's throat, but I do uh, do not deny my faith. That's an even bigger sin. I know he, like, we've heard about his crazy workout routine. When he gets right. up in the morning, he prays, he works out, he prays, he has breakfast. Like, he does all this stuff before, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, he uh, he's fully into all aspects of uh, the Catholic Church. And, of course, he's wearing the cross on his forehead, the Ashen Cross, because it is uh, Lent right now, heading to Easter. That's right, yes. Where you have to give up something. Have you uh-huh. given up anything, Lucky? Uh, me, no. You're a fine Catholic fella. A practicer. No. Uh, of that. Uh, the boys usually give something up. I didn't I didn't hear exactly what they gave up, to be honest. Oh, really? Uh, I know we had talked about giving up uh, some of the uh, social media stuff. All right. And that was getting a lot of pushback. No, sure. Uh, and because uh, that's always the trick with Lent, right, is find something you want to give up, but something you don't really mind giving yeah. up. Yeah. Um, one year they did sugary cereals. That was a tough one. All right. Um, and we talked about, uh, but we thought it might be awkward just to explain why you're giving this up. But just no cell phones in the bathroom. Oh, that's tough on a 13-year-old boy. Be very t- He's going to be very angry in about a week. He is going to be bitter till Easter. And then come Easter, you won't see him for days. Well, they should be doing that anyway. <laughs> we're, we're talking about sin. Uh, it was so, well, I remember when our boys were young. Try getting them to do anything around a, a religious routine now. Good luck. But uh, when they were young, they too would follow Lent and give something up. And uh, Maria would do the same. And then they'd turn to me and say, Daddy, why aren't you giving something up? (laughs) And I would say, because I'm a prostitute. (laughs) Oi, Protestant. (laughs) 
<laughs> I would always try to come up like, oh, I'll give up spinach. Right. Any- <laughs> wow. Yeah. 40 days without it. Uh, that cream of wheat. <laughs> I'm done. So, yeah. If you're uh, if you're in, then you're in, and if you're not, you're not. You should have given up that horrible breakfast cereal that you were always uh, stuck. The with. Muffets. The mu- mu- that's right. The Muffets. Muffets that my mother cursed me with. <laughs> my sister, four years younger than me, was so brave. She would turn to my parents. She just said at some point, "That's enough. I'm not eating this crap anymore." And I just kept sucking it back. I still, I've still never seen it. You got all look it up online. Look up Muffets. It's, There's it's a Muffet. A, a Muffets. M U F F E T T. Perhaps. I, I, I'm. It's a wheat cup. The thing. Okay. It'll it's shaped like a hockey puck. When you tell me to Google things, I'm always very cautious. <laughs> and Muffet yeah. can lead to some yeah. seriously bad stuff. Keep here. going past Muff. <laughs> <laughs> You want to keep going there. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stop at Muff. You'll be in trouble. Um, Adam Levine. Oh, I feel so bad for Adam Levine. (laughs) This guy got a bit hooped here. He he was dealing with a classic car dealer. He had uh, two vehicles that he took in and he swapped for one. He wanted this 1971 Maserati that supposedly only 25 had ever been made. And the two cars he traded in were worth about a million bucks, and so was this Maserati. They were so. Ferraris he traded in. Is that not what he was given? Not like he was giving up a you know on a Datsun that he had. <laughs> um, but uh, poor old Adam gets this Maserati, takes it to a, an expert, and finds out it's a fake Maserati. Probably should have had the expert look at it before you made the million-dollar trade. Yeah. Well, listen, Adam Levine's very pretty. We can't expect him to be smart as well. <laughs> So he's suing the dude over the uh, the Maserati. I don't think many of us are going to lose sleep <laughs> over Adam Levine. Did you get past Muff? Did you get to the Muffets? I did. I yeah. did. It looks awful. Oh, yeah. They're just dry, whole wheat. And you got it's a, like a bird's nest. Oh, yeah. Of it shredded t- wheat. It tastes like a bird's nest that birds have had babies in and pooped in. <laughs> we know the dating apps and websites have gotten more and more popular. But it's crazy. Around the world now... Single people worldwide, oh, half, just over half, have now tried online dating. It is by far the most popular way to find dates in 2023 through dating apps and websites and social media. And then way down the list through family and friends, meeting someone in real life, like at a bar or a club, or through shared interests. Now, I will say I, I think it's probably good Nobody wants to be a matchmaker. Nothing good can come out of being a matchmaker. Right. You should never, ever get involved in setting anybody up because if it goes bad and it goes south, you're the one to blame. Um, but, yeah, it is amazing. And I, I don't know. I mean, if I was, if I found myself single all of a sudden, I, I mean, I say this now, but I think I'd be really leery uh, just because it's a world I don't understand and know. Of course. You know. But people say that the great benefits of it is you get to know people uh, before deciding if you want to meet up. There's a much larger pool of people to choose from, and you can filter. The drawbacks, of course, are you could get catfish scammed or stalked. Yeah, and people can make themselves seem better than they really are, of course. And Definitely. You're being judged on your profile photos. Right. But, yeah, it is the way of the world now. It is how people meet others. And it's probably why... People aren't staying together or getting in relationships because we realize how deep that pool is. Well, exactly. 
right? We see so much of the grass on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> at one point, you could only see, you know, your yard and a couple yards around you. Yeah. Now you're looking at grass worldwide. Oh, yeah. And you want to mow all the lawns. <laughs> Believe it or not, there was a bunch of complaints about Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. I would have complained that it was just boring as sin. <laughs> Speaking of sin, this is what a lot of people were upset about. Uh, there was 103 complaints to the FCC wow. about her halftime show. Th- this is amazing to me because, first of all, that's a lot of effort. So you get so upset at her halftime show. Right. You get so offended. You got to find something to clean all the chicken wing goop off your off your fingers so that right. you can get onto your computer and, and look up. A way of finding and getting a hold of the FCC. And if you've ever gone any onto any government website, they're difficult to maneuver, especially when you probably had about 12 pints in you <laughs> over Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> Anyhow, 103 people complained. And uh, many of it were, many of them were offended because they thought the uh, performance was pornographic. Pornographic? Yeah. Like, did she get naked during it? Did she have sex on stage? No, I mean, she had sex before she went on stage. She Obviously, she was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, no, one person said, I don't care what someone worships, but children shouldn't be exposed to pornography. And as an adult, I don't wish to see it either. Where has decency gone? And how about respect for others and self? I, uh, I watched the halftime show. I don't recall seeing porn. No, I would have been more entertained. <laughs> would have been amazing. <laughs> did, did they think all of the, the white dancers look like sperm? Perhaps. Moving I, around? I know there was some complaints. I saw this online. Because she was dressed all in red, and there was some belt buckle she had that somebody claimed was satanic of some sort. Oh. And so maybe people thought she was... You know, possessed by the devil. Maybe she had the devil seed inside her. She didn't do a lot of dancing herself, of course, because she was pregnant. But at least one person didn't like what they saw from her. They complained that she spread her butt cheeks at the crack. And she rubbed her pants where her labia were. Really? Three times. (laughs) They counted. I missed three times. I must have been deep in the chicken wings. I got to get back to that. It's her labia. She can do what she wants with it. Right, yeah. Now, 103 might seem like a lot of complaints, but back in 04, when Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake hosted a wardrobe malfunction, that generated 540,000 complaints (laughs) because they saw a boob, a flash of a boob. (laughs) Parents don't care if their kids see men beat the hell out of each other on a football field, but you see one boob, we lose our mind. And most people had to pause and go back, if you could at that point. Yeah. In order to make sure, because he saw it and went, did I just see what I thought I just saw? Yeah. It was a lovely boob, as far as I remember. We, we, we as parents, are just crazy about all of this stuff. That we get so caught up, like, especially with the sex stuff. Right. The violence, we don't care about. You see some, you don't mind your kid watching somebody blow somebody else's brains out, but they see a boob and they, they, their, their own boobs pop yeah, off. Yeah, but there's so many keyboard warriors. We see it all the time uh, across social media and whatever it may be. The people get offended so quickly mm. and are so quick to anger about it and demand something. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, yes, you see videos of you know, the Karens of the world, or you want to call it. 
But if you look, it's the FCC of the states. In Canada, we have the, not only the CRTC, but the CBSC, right. uh, which fields complaints. Um, and and if you ever dive into, and they're public record, many of them, uh, some of the complaints, they're so frivolous. Mm-hmm. But it's one person getting offended by something, and that's it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we now have a platform for our complaints, but I think the the being wound up about the sex thing has always been an issue. Mm. Like I remember my best friend growing up, his mom, if she walked in a room and even a couple were passionately kissing in a movie or a show, she would lose her poop. Right. And I, and I you know, look, at I, I never wanted to sit around and watch porn with my kids. I mean, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough. It's such a family event. Uh, but, I mean, I, I think you would, you know, I, I think you would be like many parents. I think it, The whole sex thing just makes us squeamish right. when our kids are around or see it. But we don't seem to get so squeamish about the violence. Mm-hmm. It oh, is definitely odd. so. It is odd. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, go back to the video games, right? That mm-hmm. was that was the draw of Leisure Suit Larry. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. what am I going to see in this eight bit version, pixelated thing? I guess it's probably for most parents because when the the kid sees violence, there's really no explaining needed. It, it is what it is. Right. That guy was a bad guy, and he got his brains blowing out. You don't have a gun, so you're not going to do with it anything right. with it. That's right. But that kid's the got sex a penis. Size, you've got- <laughs> You've got the tools. And he, he wants to do something with it. He just doesn't know how. Uh, so if you thought Rihanna was uh, pornographic, she's going to bring her porn show to the Academy Awards on March 12th because her track, Lift Me Up, from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, is nominated for Best Original Song. Oh, good. Uh, there's some good promotion right there. Yeah. All of a sudden now, everyone's like, oh, I missed it. Now I want to see this. Oh, for sure. And look, at even though they don't get paid at the Super Bowl, her streaming numbers since the Super Bowl, massive. Right. You know, so she'll move a lot of product because of that performance. Do you find yourself uh, taking breaks from social media, putting the Facebook and Twitter and Instagram down and walking away from it? More and more are doing that. But it's interesting when, when um, different demographics are asked about their social media use. And who's more willing to give it up than others? Turns out that uh, liberal millennial men are uh, really happy to take a a break. Okay. And extended breaks from uh, social media. The least likely to take breaks, and this is why we have all the Karens roaming around, are the conservative boomer women. Gotcha. Yeah, they, uh, they just hover over it. Now, when it comes to age ranges... Uh, people over 65 are not very willing to give it up either. Eh, they got a lot of time on their hands, so it's probably what they spend doing. And uh, they also, of course, spend a lot of time on Facebook and other things, seeing photos of extended family, grandchildren. And I'm sure there's a lot of grandmas out there that uh, don't want to give up seeing the photos of the grandkids. So. Yeah, but it's so little about that now. It's, yeah. all, it's all so opinionated. Yeah. And the keyboard warriors. It's a, it's amazing to me how quickly people are to anger mm-hmm. or to express the, the the real hateful side of themselves yeah. across social media. It's what we used to do and we still do in the car. You know, we'd curse people out, right. things we'd never say to somebody's face. But now we do it on social media and we either hide behind a fake uh, name or, yeah, we just put it out there and we don't care what we say because that person isn't right in front of you. But, you know, you even 
it's it's growing. It's getting worse all the time because you saw what happened at the Oscars last year with Will Smith. You see what happens in government, especially in Europe. Right. Fist fights breaking out. I mean, it's coming to that in 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 the states. I was going to say it's 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 going to get close to that at this point. Someone's I mean, they almost had down. one in the in the uh, in the speaker's vote. Yes. Remember that? There's, oh yeah. Almost a throwdown going on among the Republicans. It used to be like when they did State of the Union, the president would get up and it was just his, you know, ranting for uh, for, for three hours. But now they're mocking and they're up screaming at him, calling him liar. This goes back to Obama as well. Right. You know, screaming and yelling and calling them liars and cutting them off. And, I mean, they were incredibly rude to Biden during his State of the Union. Well, it happens in Canada. If you've ever watched CPAC, not that anyone does. Um, <laughs> it, it is, there's so much childlike behavior. Mm-hmm. Shame, shame. And that goes way back years and centuries uh, through politics everywhere. Is that, you know, you just scream out shame if you if you disagreed. And now everyone does it because it's all... One side versus the other side. They just go at it all the time. One of the problems you have nowadays, and and the reason I think you're seeing so much uh, craziness, is you have so many crazy people in politics. You don't have the best of the best in politics. No. Because the best of the best are running businesses and making lots of money. But what they get out of running for government, and I think you had the timeline, certainly here in Canada, you don't have to be at it very long to land a plum pension. Six years. Yeah. That's it. That's all. Two terms. So some dude who really was not cutting it in any other life. Right. But has some sort of social skills. Well, they also weren't going to make 180 grand doing anything else that they were doing. And and only there six weeks a year. But the brilliant minds make a lot more in the private sector. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you see more and more lunatics running the show, running the asylum, as they say. So you really should. I think it's incredibly important. Certainly we saw during COVID when people were locked down and, and all they were doing was on social media. It really spun people out of control. Well, and the other thing that we do, and here's part of the problem with social media and what you need to stop doing, is we follow people that we hate. Right. Right? right. We, we follow people that will infuriate us. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe in the beliefs of, of Theron Fleury or Jamie Saleh, right. then don't follow them. Right. If you don't believe in, in what Dean Blundell is pouting, then, then don't follow him, right? right? We, but we do that. We, we look to be offended right. all of the time, and we just go on there. It's, it's like, you know, back in the club days where there's dudes that would just go to fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that was their you know hey it's Friday night I feel like fighting tonight mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of what social media has become for so many people like I just need I feel the need to get everything off my chest right. and let it go and I'm gonna blast people on there so I'm gonna follow people that I don't agree with and that I that and not just don't agree with like like I I really really despise. Mm. Just to needle at them for no reason whatsoever. The problem is you giving that advice can hurt us because that's half our listeners. (laughs) And if they tune out, we're done. Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.